Even though it is still bright, the sun in the sky begins to wane. And at this time, we celebrate the first harvest of our grain. We now have reached the crossroads between the summer and autumn. As the sun god Lu continues to shine through, may any fear of failure be forgotten. Are you ready to light up the sky? Welcome to Magic Moon Phase. Hello, hello, sisters and misters, witches and wizards. Welcome back to Magic Moon Phase, where I am your host, Kitty, and you are awesome for being here. Thank you so much for being a part of the Magic MF crew by your sharing, supporting, subscribing, and continuously bringing more energy into this podcast. We are growing, and it is you I have to thank for that. Right now, we are looking at llamas. And I'm not talking about the cute little cousin to the camel. I'm talking about the August 1st or August Eve festival, harvest festival of Lunasa. Now, Lunasa is named after the god Lu, who is the god of light, of craftsmanship, of the sun, of thunderstorms and weather. And in this harvest festival. It is the last of the fire festivals and the first of the harvest festivals on the pagan wheel of the year. This Celtic Irish Lunasa holiday is symbolizing the beginning of the end of summer. We are sitting halfway in between the summer solstice or Litha and the autumn equinox known as Mabon. So it's called a bunch of different things, as I mentioned, August Eve, uh, Lunasa, and Lamas, which also stands for loaf mass. And it is taken from the Saxon, Anglo-Saxon word, hlaf, which means loaf. So it really has to do with that first harvest of grain, of abundance, of reaping what we sow. It's a really awesome time of connecting into that hope and that belief and the trust in the work that we've done thus far. As you may notice, the nights are getting longer and the sunsets are on fire, on fire, on fire, on fire. They're just these brilliant colors that are mesmerizing. And it's giving us this time to meditate and be with the waning sun in the sky. So a little bit of history on this. Lamas or Lunasa actually used to be a matchmaking type of a holiday where kids, kids, or people that were adults or of marrying age back in the day used to be matched together in which they would be hand fasted for one year and one day to kind of do like a a trial marriage, so to speak. And at the end of that marriage, they could either be like, yeah, I'm totally with this person, awesome. Or they could be like, um, bye, I'm Dundee Crocodile, out of here. With with no judgment, Judy, with none whatsoever. So that's just kind of something really freaking cool that I found in my studies that I wanted to share with you. Now, Lamas being that of loaf mass and the harvest was the time where we started to go into the fields and gather all the fruits and the veggies, the first buddings 
from the summer. And that harvest is a time for gratitude and abundance. So if anything, Lamas, Lunasa, August Eve, whichever you'd like to call it, is all about abundance and being grateful for the abundance given to us from the earth. Cha-cha-cha. Now, along with that abundance, we also have this time, as I mentioned, hope and belief and trust in the work that we've done, trust in reaping the seeds that we've sown. This is also kind of a time of uncertainty, right? Going into the winter months, going into the autumn, it's a time of embracing the unknown. When you are working on a project, when you are trying to bring something to fruition, Lamas Lunasa stands for kind of that crossroads. As I mentioned in the intro, it's kind of that time of crossroads. While we are in between the summer solstice and autumn equinox, it also stands for the crossroads of success and fear of failure. Almost like you're anticipating success, but there's also a fear of failure. Kind of right dancing on that line right in between, right in the middle. It's kind of like that moment right after you take a test, but you haven't got your grade. Or you put in an offer for a house, but you haven't gotten accepted. Or maybe you did an amazing interview and just nailed it for a job, but you haven't yet gotten that offer. It's that in-between moment where we anticipate the success that we know we deserve that is ours. But also there's that fear of failure and rejection along with it. So right now would be a phenomenal time to really start to dig into the things that you desire and the things that you are creating and the things that you are bringing to fruition and calling into your reality. So I've got a couple of rituals to rock and roll. We've got some altar stuff. But literally, seriously, ladies and gents, sisters and misters, boys and girls, diamonds and pearls, Lamas is the beginning of the end of summer. So looking back at what what's all the work that we've done? What are the gifts that we've been honing that we can now give unapologetically to the world? What are your unique talents? And also who helped you develop those? Who helped you plant these seeds, giving gratitude to them as well? Another thing to maybe look at is how can you pass the knowledge and the unique talents that you've honed, how can you pass that on to people that are coming up behind you? And then also really kind of remembering or digging in deeper to the law of three. That which you send out comes back to the times three. Always take what you need, leave the rest. Yet the law of three is such a huge part of my practice that I feel it definitely has space to be mentioned here doing Lamas. Because abundance also equals generosity. When we receive a lot, when are we able to and how does it feel to give it back and be generous with the gifts that we've been given, right? How are you going to share these gifts instead of taking and keeping the lion's share? Now, speaking of lion, we are in Leo season, by the way. And Leo, ruled by the sun, is all about confidence, all about self-expression, all about individuality and strength and really stepping into who it is that we are. So right now would be a great time to make a really bold choice. While we are in the middle, while we are swimming in the in-between, it would be a phenomenal time to make a really bold choice, whatever that means for you, Pikachu. So with that nice segue, let's actually get into some things that you can do to plug in to the first Harvest Festival. 
which is also the last fire festival. So as I mentioned, you can make a bold choice, whatever that may be. And when you're making that bold choice, maybe redoing your to-do list. Going into the unknown, embracing the unknown with a plan of action is going to make you feel much more confident here in Leo season. I'm telling you what. So tidying up your to-do list and maybe tidying up your home, tidying up and getting ready for autumn, maybe going through all your old herbs, going through all of these things, because now with this abundance and this harvest, we are going to be able to revive our stores. It's a great time to do some canning, some baking. When we are harvesting, making sure that we are making all use of the things that we are harvesting and giving gratitude while we do it. Some bread, as I mentioned, baking some bread or some cookies, cornbread, doing anything with the, the symbolistic wheat that we are now harvesting at the very beginning of the end of summer. Back in the day, another one that I tripped on in my studies, ladies and gents, would be back in the day when people wanted to give offerings to their chosen deities. They would climb hills and drop them into wells. Gold coins, the first cuts of wheat, as a gratitude, as a, a thank you for all of the things that you have bestowed upon me, God or goddess. So that would be some fun things to do if you wanted to climb some hills, maybe make a travel altar, and we'll get into altar correspondences here in a moment. Make a travel altar, bring it with you, and then leave some offerings for your chosen deities during this time. And while you're climbing those hills to give offerings to your gods and goddesses, maybe gathering some herbs, flowers, berries, fruit that you may see along the way to begin to utilize them with gratitude as well. Another way to plug in would be to light some candles. Maybe some gold candles, green candles, orange, brown, yellow. Those are your colors for Lamas, Lunasa. You might want to light some candles because it is still a fire festival. So lighting these candles with gratitude, lighting these candles with intention of giving thanks for what is coming your way and to embrace the unknown as well, to light your way into the unknown and the uncertainty of the autumn and the winter. Another thing that you may want to do is to meditate with the sunset. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, the sunsets right now are absolutely on fire. The colors, everything about them is just majestical and fantastical. So meditating within that, meditating on gratitude again, it's going to be something that comes up a lot here, sisters and misters. Giving gratitude during your sunset meditation. What is it that you have that you are grateful for? What is it that you are calling more of in? Giving gratitude and thanks for what you already have creates the vibration to bring you more of that thing you are grateful for. So there's that. Let's see, what other things can you do to plug it in, plug it in? How about we get into some altar correspondence? Yeah, you cool with that? I'm cool with that. Let's rock and roll. So altar correspondence, as I mentioned, you can make a travel altar, maybe in like a little Altoid tin or a little box, something along those lines that you can carry it along with you in a pack or in your arm to bring to a place of offering. Or if you want to just set up an altar in your home space, maybe in your garden, in your yard, we can do that too, baby boo. As I already mentioned, yellow, gold, green, orange, brown, maybe some red. Those are really good colors to celebrate the turning of the seasons or the midway point between the turning of the seasons. Some apples, 
Maybe some cinnamon would be good on your altar. Uh, maybe even giving cinnamon as an offering, as prosperity. Utilizing cinnamon incense would be great as well. Along with frank incense would also be a good scent. Maybe any of your harvest. Maybe if you are harvesting wheat or corn or tomatoes, cucumbers. I got so many cucumbers, I don't know what to do with them right now. So I'm pickling them for the first time, right? Gotta, I have to stand in my word and stand in my power. So I'm learning how to can some shits. So, so what I would love for you to try to do is take any of your harvest, or if you find some flowers while you're climbing hills, some berries, picking anything with gratitude and abundance for the prosperity that you've been given, for the reaping of what you've sown, and putting that on your altar as well. Any candles, right, because it is a fire festival, gold candles, green candles, yellow candles, anything that represents the sun would be great on your altar, whether it be a disc, a sunflower, a coin, anything along the lines, or maybe even the sun tarot card would work well for you as well. Uh, you could also put some wheat, corn, a cauldron on your altar, maybe an oak leaf, or because Lu, Lunasa, Lu, the sun god, is the god of craftsmanship as well. Maybe something that was crafted by you or handmade by you, whether you sew, whether you do woodworking, painting, drawing, baking, making jewelry like I do. Anything that you have made with intention, anything that you have crafted would be a great thing to put on your altar as well. Along with maybe some crafting supplies. If you paint, put some paints. If you draw, put some pencils. If you make jewelry, put some beadery. Whatever that looks like for you to throw these intentional items on your altar or to bring them in a travel altar would be fantastic. Now, if you wanted to use certain flowers for Lamas Lunasa, you might choose, as I already mentioned, a sunflower for obvious reasons. The sunflower, the corn flower, a marigold, which I have tons of them in my garden. Can't wait to pluck a couple and put them on my altar. The dahlia would be great. Chrysanthemums, the lily, and the poppy. Yeah, pop, pop, poppy. Get it popping. Get, 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 get it popping. Some crystals for all my crystal witches out there. If you wanted to use some very specific crystals for the sun and for the first harvest festival, you might choose carnelian, which is also known as the artist's stone. It's a really good one for giving life force energy. It really connects you to your sacral chakra. So that creativity and that pleasure center is where carnelian is coming from. Citrine, one of my fave faves, the abundant stone, like the abundant stone. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it's a really joyful vibration in a stone. And it really does have this energy of taking negative vibrations and transmuting them, transforming them, alchemizing them into positive vibrations. So some citrine, maybe some citrine points, creating some circles of protection and safety and abundance around you would be great. Cutting cords with citrine is also really cool, by the way. I've done that before, so just throwing that down. Sunstone, another one that might be a little obvious, but that's okay. Sunstone is a freedom stone. And I know in my career, freedom is my number one value. Freedom! Freedom! Yeah, George Michael, sing that shit. Freedom comes from the sunstone and personal power within that freedom, standing in your boundary, standing in your individual, shiny, unique power. 
that sunstone can really help you with that as well. Garnet is another good one. Garnet is a an energetic passion stone. So using some garnet, it's kind of like a deep red, a beautiful deep red. And then the last one I have for you, crystal witches and wizards, is the tiger's eye. It's got a little fire in it. If you use it, maybe you can feel that fire. It's vitality. It's balance. It's the earth and the sun put together. That balance of our physical and our ethereal type of energies, right? Our our physical realm and our emotional, spiritual realm coming together. It's a really good stone for mad motivation and luck. So if you want a little luck, I'll, I'll tell you what, Tiger's Eye is where to go, Kokomo. All right. I think that's what we've got for altars. And please, please remember that take what you need and leave the rest. If you have none of this stuff to put on your altar, intention is everything. Everything everything. So whatever feels good to you, witch or wizard, sister or mister, that's what I challenge you and lovingly offer that you do for this festival of light and harvest. All right, moving on up. Let's do some rituals, shall we? Okay, Miss Kitty. Okay, then. Now, one ritual I have for you is I, I mentioned it a few times, is to bake some bread. And when you bake this bread, putting intention into it, using flour, buttermilk, you know, maybe you want to sweeten it up a little bit with some honey, whatever it is that you are using to bake bread, intention is everything. And another thing that you can even do to much more give an offering to Lou would be to make your bread loaf, in quotes, into the Forma formation of a man and putting that on your altar as the offering to the god Lu. So you make, you know, obviously a little ball for the head and you have four little appendages and you have an oval for the, the body and, and that would be a great way of infusing gratitude into baking, creating something, making it, and then using that on your altar as well. So baking that bread. Now this ritual has a lot to do, the last ritual I have for you, P.S., has a lot to do with that anticipation of success and the fear of failure, the in-between area that we are now sitting in, the crossroads. See you at the crossroads, you won't be lonely. Right? Bone thugs, hello. So in this ritual, what I'd like for you to do is start to reflect. Start to reflect and intuitively recall and revive and review what it is that you put into the ether, what it is that you asked for on the past six months of new moons, what it is that you're asking for with each cycle, what it is that you are wanting to bring to fruition into your current and future reality. Really, really, really pinpoint what that is. And then I would like you to speak it into the ether out loud. Speak your desire, right? Because being at this crossroad, we have this chance to show the universe why we deserve. We get a chance to ask the universe for what we deserve. And this is the ritual in which to do that. So once you figure out exactly what it is that you want to bring to fruition, reflecting on that desire and all that led you to this moment right now? How have the chains connected? Really taking that time to look at what did you sow? What seeds did you plant? And how are they either being reaped right now? Or what can we do to 
clear a path for the universe to continue to reap them for us, right? Along with us, I should say. We work along with the universe. We are the universe, one source energy. Age of Aquarius. <laughs> so after you have said your desire out loud, give a clear reason to the universe why they should help you, why this energy should help you with your will. And kind of like an example is, I desire blank because I blank, for example. I desire this new job because I have prepared for it for the last three years. I deserve this house because I have given forth my best effort to do everything I can in which to get it. I deserve this blank because I have worked in this way to deserve blank. If you need any help, holla at your girl, magicmf.com. Now the next thing, after you do write it down, say it. Say it and say it and say it again. Maybe 7, 10, 15, 22 times. Doesn't matter, but say it until you feel it. I deserve blank. Or I'm sorry, I desire blank because I blank right? Or I deserve blank. Sure. Try that. I deserve blank because I blank. Whatever that looks like, let's rock and roll. Now, after you've done that, write it down on a piece of paper. And then I want you to take any talisman that you have that reminds you of the sun, that reminds you of abundance, of prosperity, of harvest, of reaping symbolic gratitude and prosperity, right? So take a, a gold coin or take a, a chip of wood or take something that reminds you of the sun. And then I want you to fold that piece of paper that has your statement, I desire blank because I blank. I deserve blank because I blank, whatever that looks like. Wrap it around that coin or that sun talisman that you have. A citrine crystal would work, pyrite, carnelian, whatever it is, wrap it around. And then we wrap around that an oak leaf, an oak leaf. So you have this little pouch or packet of your sun talisman, your desire statement, and then we fold it up with an oak leaf. Then if you have it, right, intention is everything. You can use anything you have. It's all about intention. Take a red thread, a red thread, and I want you to tie it around that oak leaf so you have this beautiful pouch. After that, you are going to utilize all four elements and somehow wrap or dip or or sprinkle all four elements on your little pouch wrapped in red thread. And to do that, for, for example, air, you might want to breathe on, just breathe on it. That would be a good one for air. Maybe for the flame, right, fire, you can run it through a flame with your gold green candle, whichever you prefer. For water, just sprinkling some water. If you have any moon water, if you want to uh, just tear, you can tear, you can cry on it because you're so grateful and can't wait for all the prosperity coming your way. That would work as well. And if you wanted to, for earth, you could pass it over a pentacle or you could touch some salt to it as well to be the salt of the earth. So you are just connecting all four elements as well as your fifth element of spirituality and intention to create this pouch of prosperity. Now that little pouch, you can either carry it with you, you can put it on your altar, put it in your car, you can get, sleep with it, whatever it is that you want to do to keep it close until what you desire and what you deserve comes to fruition. So that, sisters and misters, is the Lamas Lunasa 
August Eve show that I have for you. I know this was a lot of information. This is a, just a little quickie for you, but if you have any questions or if you want to share what you're doing to celebrate this festival, if you want to share your harvest or if you just want to reach out because you super rad awesome dig this podcast. P.S. I want to call all of you out that have done exactly that. I love getting contact form messages. You can reach out to me, magicmoonphase, F-A-Z-E, at gmail.com. Or you can just get a hold of me in any way on social media. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Just search Magic M-F or Magic Moon Phase. Now, please get a hold of me. Let me know how you're doing. The more that we speak, the more our vibration grows and the more this show makes it to the ears of people that also want to grow in the ways that we are growing. That is how we raise the collective vibration as one. I know that I'm going to celebrate the crap out of this season, out of this crossroads, out of this turn of the wheel. And I hope that you do too, sisters and misters, witches and wizards. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Kitty. You are awesome. And I will see you next time.